0: Hello, Vano. What's up, man? Good morning. What's the word? How are you? A little tired, man. But let's. uh, How you making out, man?
1: Yeah, I'm tired too. That's the bartending life, right? Work late and uh, sleep late. Pretty good. Pretty good.
0: Well, hey, man. There's so much to talk about, man. Because it's been been a minute, man, since we you know got together, but. uh I wanted to ask you, man, break it down for
1: me, um, employees only. Oh, man, that bar, it's like, okay, yeah, so first of all, it opens at 6 p.m., right? So uh, I met—I told a friend, meet me down there at 6.30, my my buddy, and uh, so I get there at 6.20, right? And uh, I'm hanging out outside a little bit. I'm making a phone call outside, and I don't see anybody going in or out of the place, and I'm going, I'm going to be the only guy in there. I'm going to be the only person in there, right? It's uh, So if it's like... Almost 6.30 now. My buddy's still not there. So I walk in. I'm thinking I'm going to be the only person in there. There's no place to sit at the the bar. The bar is totally full already. (laughs) So you go in there. Everything's perfect. You know, the the music is just the perfect, uh, perfect for the mood. It's the perfect volume. You know, it's not too loud. It's not too soft. The lights are perfect. And everything's perfect. And uh, so I I tell the guy, um, just make me something awesome with whiskey in it. And he makes me the most amazing Manhattan I've ever had in my life. And he, he, uh, you know what he did? He took some, um, just a little bit of Grand Marnier and put it in there, along with the bitters and the and the uh, rye whiskey and the and the vermouth. It was it was awesome. And I had I had a couple of those. And then I was like, I should really try something different. And uh, so I try. So I said, uh, let me try something else with whiskey. You know, this is awesome. But let me try something else. Uh, you know, anything you want made with whiskey. And. Um, he makes me something else that was also very good, but I, I went back to the Manhattan because it was so good. And the, um, I, I sat down next to this guy who uh, turns out he's the uh, one of the managers there, so I talked to him a long time. I should have I said, uh, hey, you mind if I just record our conversation? <laughs> I, I should have thought of that. I didn't do it. So, wow, that's
0: cool, man. Was Steve there?
1: He was he was all the way on the other side of the bar and uh, I didn't get a chance to say hello to him. People if people haven't been keeping up with our show, that's uh, Steve Schneider and he's in the uh, Hey Bartender movie. And I met him briefly at Tales of the Cocktail in New Orleans, um, but he was he was busy doing other things, so I didn't want to bug him. And I had a fun time talking to this uh, to this manager dude. And then my buddy finally showed up like half an hour late, <laughs> and then we 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 had a great time, man. The place is awesome, highly highly recommended.
0: Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to save it for the show, man, but um no, that that's that's excellent, man. But I I, I got to tell you, man, Vince, you know what is was the show number 36, man.
1: Yep, that's it, 36.
0: Dude, 36 shows, that's like 3 seasons of uh, a TV show, man.
1: Yeah, I didn't think of that. I'd think of it that way. Yeah.
0: <laughs> 3 seasons of, and y'all, you know, man, you know, I've been thinking about this, man. Our shows will always remain consistent and relevant, man. Because of the insight and the strategy, man. Like you could listen to the show five years from now, there'll, there'll be something to take away from it. You know what I mean?
1: That's right. That's
0: true. And if uh, I gotta say, because mm-hmm. I, I get—if this is the first time that you're listening to the show, right? Yeah. As a listener, I—I want to say welcome, and I, I think you would echo that sentiment. Mm-hmm. Welcome, and that enjoy the show, and buckle up. <laughs> and after this show. Go to show number one and uh, work your way back because you will definitely learn something, you know, that, you know, that's very informative. It's, it's like books on tape, man. Yeah, right. We just did a killer album, and now we got to work on our second album. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it is, it, everything just segues into it, man. And if you listen to the show and take the advice and, and you know, our, our strategy and insight, you know, you'll be on the path to a uh, bartender, plain and simple, man.
1: Yeah, we do. We do a couple different things. You know, it's um, obviously we started this to uh, help people learn how to bartend and how to be a better bartender. Or, or uh, but we've also segued into a couple other things like um, these interviews we do. You know, you can learn something there, learn something about different products, or just be uh, informed or entertained. Uh, I have a few interviews coming up. I lined up one with uh, somebody I met at Tales of the Cocktail in New Orleans, and they wrote a book about uh, the. Uh, it's called the New Orleans drinking companion or something and they they talk about all the different bars and the and the uh sort of drinking culture of of New Orleans and uh so that that'll be interesting and then I have an interview uh should be happening with um another rum company that's the one associated with the uh, Ernest Hemingway's family so that should be interesting but yeah we do we that's do different cool things then. But yeah, you're, that that's a funny way to think of it. It's uh it, it's like season 1 and now season 2 where you you know, we <laughs> we we got to keep going and evolving ourselves, right?
0: Yeah, so what we actually I I hope so, man. And uh we've been doing this almost 8 months. Wow. We kind of we we worked in January and right. then we went live in February, but we did a lot of test pilots in January which hope I they never released those, but we went live in February and for me, man, it, it's been a cool experience, like a creative outlet. Wouldn't you agree?
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And it's uh, it's inspired me to um, to go, you know, to go to these different events and meet new people and um, learn more about different aspects of bartending and cocktails and the the ingredients that are used to make them and the the people that make them. So yeah, it's fun. Yeah,
0: and you know what, man? It's, you know, I mean, it's it's been bartending for me, but without the money. But I, I got to say one thing, man. We mission accomplished, sir. As far as, like you said, season two, we have to take it to the next level. We accomplished what we set out to do as far as getting people to bartend and teaching people how to bartend. It's out there. It's a curriculum. It's a semester. However you want to put it, it's out there, man. And, dude, I mean, I'm going to keep hopping on this because I really feel that you and myself changed bartending. We laid it out in each and every show, man.
1: Yep. In a small way, I guess hopefully we had a little impact on the bartending world.
0: You know, man, I gotta tell you, dude, and, and the same thing with you, man. The best thing I did was team up with you, but, I, you know, we both gave our, our heart and soul in everything. Like, for me, man, like all the stories and, and, and theories that I had, man, that I've been, been holding in my head and in my heart for so long with bartending. It feels so good to, uh, to let it out, man. You know what I mean? And, and to hear it, it, it's just, it's just, it feels really good, man. And. Uh, I mean, like, just to hear, hear like, what would put to life. Like, thanks to you, man, like, that wild turkey story, man. I never really thought it was such a big deal until, you know, you were like, yo, there's something here. And, and, and now that that story's going to live forever, you know what I mean? So I, it's just, it's crazy, man. It's very rewarding, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, that was great. I remember that day you were telling that story, and when you were done, I was just like, Wow. <laughs> that was something. If uh if you miss that one, uh I'll put a link to it. Um I isolated that part of that particular podcast and uh so you could listen just to that one story. Um and I'll put a link to that on our website along with the show notes for this show. So uh I'll just mention it now. It's bartenderjourney.weebly.com and uh if you go there, I post the um the audio from the show and links to the iTunes link and um, Any notes, whatever we're talking about, like this, for instance, the wild turkey story. I'll just put a little link there where you could click directly to listen to that story, and it's worth listening to. And uh, we've been, uh, we contacted Wild Turkey and and had some people at the marketing department there listen to it, and they they dug it. So uh, we'll see where that leads. But
0: um, yeah, that'd be cool, bro. That'd be cool. And uh, that's what I'm talking about. It's just it's so surreal, man. And like like I said, for the last eight months. I mean, you've been gunning and running between your side gig and and what you do professionally and bartending. But for me, you know, for the last eight months, I I've been focusing like on the show, than actual bartending. And you know, I kind of bartended when I, I felt like it. And um, my, my for me, it's just like the the burning desire and motivation to focus on the show, to do the spoken word with you, and, and to give my vandalisms on uh, on life and bartending. It's been cool, and dude. We met fucking cool people, man, from the yeah, show. Yeah, like, we made friends, and it, and the emails that we got from people, it, it's just, it's, it's just, it's, it continues to give back, man. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's right. so wonderful.
1: Yeah, yeah, it really is.
0: And, and uh, mm. you know, for me, for me, dude, I feel bartending, and, and I, I still think this way. For me, I think bartending is the second greatest job you can have because in a short amount of time, you can, you can make good money, and. Uh, I've reached a point for me where bartending, it's probably the same for you, where bartending has become a hobby for me. Mm -hmm. And it's a hobby where it's a creative outlet and it's where I make money, man, and it's like a double pleasure.
1: Yeah, it's a hobby. I'd, I, I would almost go so far to say it's, it's an obsession.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, for you, I mean, you're you're rocking and rolling, you're, you're doing, I mean, the interview you did with the bourbon guy, I mean, I thought of breaking bad, you know, breaking, mm-hmm. I, I said fucking breaking bourbon down, because you, you just, I mean, that was really informative, and something you said, you know, it, it's a lot of information, and it's just, it's like one of those things where I, I had to listen to a few times, because there was a lot of gems, but, When you talk about, and you talked about this on a few shows, but, I mean, even for, like, bartenders, like, when you just, the simple sentence where you said, when spirits are made, they're clear, but they get their color from aging in a barrel. Correct. You know what I'm saying? Like, something like that, if if you're starting out and you take what Vince just said, Mm -hmm. right, and you kind of, just kind of, like, take that and, and understand that and then slowly build upon that, You'll be able to hold court. You'll be able to educate while being a bartender. So, I mean, it's just, I just continue to remain humble from doing this. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it's, it's a great thing to know about the products and maybe you can specialize in one specific one like whiskey or, or more specifically bourbon. Um, last night at the bar, I was working on this guy, you know, we were talking about maker's mark bourbon and how he, you know, we were just talking about bourbon and, uh, I had something to say, you know, because I've educated myself. So, uh, we talked about different brands and, um, we even talked a little bit about how it's made and how i uh I went up and visited this uh, hudson hudson whiskey um tuttle Hill it's called but uh Hudson where they make hudson whiskey and I told him about that and he didn't know about it so he was just like, wow, I gotta go up there and visit the, you know because it's only an hour away and he's like I gotta go visit that place it sounds awesome you know so it's yeah it's great to, to know a little something about uh what it is you're serving you know
0: yeah well done man I mean really you did a good job on that man and it was uh you know, I, I just like listening. I, you know, I don't want to really partake. I just—it was really informative, and you know, it's uh, that's an area where I kind of just was like, eh You know, I know how to make drinks, I know how to tell jokes, I make loot. But now, I, I just—I just up my game even more, like just knowing that. And it's just—it's good to know. It's, it's it just it kind of—it's—it's it's mastering the basics with everything in life. Um, the more I get older, I realize that. So it's just you know the the repetition of uh, your art and just keep bringing it to the next level, man. You know, yeah. There's nothing
1: left, you know? Yeah, you just never stop learning, you know? That's that's a good way to live your life, you know, whether it's with bartending or anything else.
0: Dig it, brother. Dig it, man. So I went on a few interviews, and uh, I probably, I, I talked about it on the show, I, I started actively, you know, aggressively trying to, like, find a new gig because I wanted to leave where we used to work. I would say July 4th. That's when I started looking because it was the beginning of the wedding season, and, you know, I wanted to stay in the, uh, the, the, the catering circuit. So I went on a few interviews, and I finally found a place that was a fit for me. Mm-hmm. Because, as a you know, as I stated, it's a second job for me. And I'm selective in particular where I want to work. You know, I want a place where I can thrive and grow right? creative and financially. And I, I want to I bartend to live. I don't want to live to bartend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Exactly. So, I mean, that's, that's the way I, I look at it, man. So it's just, you know... Just amazing, and uh, so how'd it go? Well, I tell you how it went. It was pretty interesting. I, I thought of something that you said, and I didn't realize until we had the Buy Joe interview. Mm -hmm. You talked to when um, the fresh ingredients, right? When Matt was talking about the, uh, like you know the drinks, and how you said that. What's great about your recipes is that it's a uh, it's stuff that's found in most bars. Right. You know what I mean? You that any bartender could do that, and. What I'm trying to do is I'm trying to get more involved in the fresh ingredients, and the drama that I'm having is that some of the drinks that sound really cool to make, it's like you said, you can't find the ingredients to make. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so anyway, getting back to the gig, you know, I, I landed in this gig in a catering, and uh, when I went on the interview, they really didn't ask me a lot of questions because of my resume, and I guess, you know, they felt like I knew what I was. They knew that i, I I know what I'm talking about and then I have experience. Right. So when I was doing the interview and when we were done, I'm we're just leaving and I'm filling out like my paperwork for taxes and all that and all that nonsense. And I say, hey, can I see the bar? And they looked at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> can I see the bar? So I wanted to see, I, I wanted to see the setup. So right. they walked me to the bar and I, I see the setup. And I see the spirits they have. And I said, is this all the spirits you have? And, and you got to watch how you say things. I didn't mean yeah. it to sound like that. But I was just trying to get like a game plan. Like, thought, this is all we have. I think it's a lot. I go, no, no, no. I was just wondering. This, this is what you always have. Right. And they're like, yeah. and they, they left me there, bro. They're mm-hmm. like, listen, I got to go, but you can, you know, have fun back here. <laughs> so the of it, I'm just, I'm looking at, I'm looking at the setup. I'm looking at like how it would be, how many bartenders would be behind the bar. It looks like the most they could fit is three. and uh, the spirits they have, and they have like a lot of uh, flavored spirits, so a lot of flavored vodka, So I'm thinking, you know, this is probably like, you know, that you know, I, I would work on my apple martini theme, you know, like you know that like flavored martini vodka type things. Mm-hmm. But what really dawned on me is like where we used to work, bro, mm-hmm. right? And I've been on, like I said, I've been on, I would say maybe seven interviews till I finally found a place I dig. There hasn't been one place that comes near to where we used to work as far as how big it was, the yeah. liquor room we had. Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, like, this place that I'm at that I just started, it has one room, mm-hmm. one cocktail room, and one dining room. But mm-hmm. it has a beautiful view. Mm-hmm. It has you know of the mountains and the river. Yeah. But it, when we used to work, bro, you could have five weddings going on at once. <sighs> that place was huge. I had a liquor room that was bigger than my my apartment.
1: I know. I used to go in that room and say, "Ah, oh, I wish I had a room like this in my house." <laughs>
0: oh yeah, you know what I mean. So, and the the, uh, the approach I took, like the approach I I did, like looking at the looking at the bar. I mean, that's more for a bartender would experience, but it, it's good to know because you can build on what you're working with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, as far as it's going, um, I don't want to go negative with this, mm-hmm. but um. I worked in an event where the first event was no tip cup. <laughs> okay, and uh, I'm really trying to uh, not get negative. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe, I don't want to
1: go. I guess people know what that means, but maybe we should explain a little bit.
0: Yeah, I worked in an event. I do the catering, catering uh, business, and so there was a wedding, and the bride and groom requested no tip cup. So that means there's a big sign that goes on the fucking bar that no tip cup. So basically, it just kills my shot at making money. Yep. And it really bothers me. But, it was, you know, I just started working at this place, so I, I had to be positive. But it was, it was a battle in me like I, you could not imagine. <laughs> and I just want to say something, and I've said this quite a few times. If you're expecting to get married, do not have no tip cup. Because what people remember in the wedding about a wedding is the bartenders yep. and the music that you had. Because exactly. so when you have good music and you have good drinks, that's all you need. Yep. People yeah, don't true. remember the steak; they remember the <laughs> the great drinks and the great DJ and the great time they had, and they're having a great time because of the bartender and the DJ. It's just my uh, my. Uh,
1: yeah, absolutely. Well, we yeah we've we've worked, you and I've worked enough weddings to know for a fact that that's true. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean exactly. So I, you know, I, you know, I did an event, you know, last night where there was no tip cup, and uh, you know, I got over it, but it, it bothers me, you know. But mm-hmm. I think it's cool; it's part of life. It's not the first one nor the last one. Right. Right. But, uh, how you? Where are you working? You digging it?
1: Yeah. So uh, I haven't, I haven't mentioned this on the show. I, I left the uh, Irish pub I was working at. and just wasn't wasn't a fit for me it just uh, you know nothing nothing bad about the people that owned it or anything but um, it just wasn't working out for various reasons um, one of one of which is I'm not even close to Irish and <laughs> I don't know if that has anything to do with it but um it it, it, it just wasn't the fit for me and uh so i went back to um i've mentioned in the show before i used to fill in at this bar and now i have a couple of steady uh nights there and it's just a little neighborhood place it's uh everybody knows each other and um everybody tips great <laughs> it's you know it, 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 it's almost like they're in your living room because it's it's that intimate a place in fact it's an old sort of mansion that was converted into a bar and restaurant and uh I don't know. last night there was a DJ, and he was there was like at least two thirds, if not three quarters, women in the place. It was just a great vibe. Everybody tipped great. Um, everybody had a great time, and uh, it was you know low pressure um, at that Irish pub. At the end of the night, you close. You know, you finally close up, maybe three o'clock, something like that, and you had a list, a full page of shit you had to do before you could leave. You know, and um, so you know, it was, so oftentimes it would take me an hour and a half to get out of there after the last last person would leave. You know, so it, was, I, it just wasn't working out. Here it was like, uh, um, oh, and and by that time the owners and the managers are all gone at the Irish Pub. Here the the owner's uh, the owner is the chef, and his uh, sister in law is the manager. And uh, I was like, oh, I should refill the uh, whatever. She's like, no, don't worry, I'll do it tomorrow. You know, let's let's get out of here. <laughs> it's just so much less stress dude and more money and better time so uh yeah i'm i'm digging it there i, I really like it there
0: you know i got to say i never you know i i don't think i really vocalized this dude but where you used to work what and you talked about it and uh i didn't like the fact that when they were like telling you this is what shakers you use like you yeah. know what man like to me, that's like you know, I I just like I like I said, like for me, bartending is a second job. That it's a hobby. If I can't be who I am, and yeah. I have to do it your way, to, to where you're being autocratic, right? You know what I mean? That
1: that that describes it exactly, Vano. I wasn't myself there, you know. And uh you even said to me one time after I I had worked the night before and we recorded the next day, and
0: you're like, "Are you all right?" I'm
1: like, "That place is killing me, dude."
0: Yeah, man. I think the guy. You know, and this is what happens, you know, this is the industry, it's a very, there's no loyalty in this industry, believe me when I tell you, that that we expect to get fired, always expect, never lose that, like where I'm at right now, I I had to watch my reaction to no tip cup, because I'd be out the door, so I I, I just, I took it, but inside, you know, I knew that if I would react or show any dissatisfaction, being that I just started, I'd probably be out the door, but, when this guy was telling you what fucking shakers to use... And where to experience. put them, where to,
1: where they belong on the bar when you're not using them. And I'm like, and I'm, think, I'm thinking this, but I didn't say it out loud. He, he's like, this is where you set up all your shakers. I'm like, right on the bar mat in front of the soda gun where I would normally make the drinks? Why would I put a bunch of shit there when I need to put my glasses there to make my drinks? You know, and they had, oh, and they had, you know what, I, they had the... Um, the pourers, you know, the autom- that automatically stop after like an ounce, which is not enough to make a drink and have to and most of the time they don't even work right anyway. So I can't tell you how much less fun bartending is with those things. <laughs> you know, yeah. not not free pouring, but it's got the uh the the automatic stop thing. Oh, I hated those things. Yeah. It's it's bizarre how much less fun it was because of yeah. those. <laughs> but Good mostly try. but mostly it was like, yeah, I was I wasn't myself. I was constantly, you know, Thinking, oh, I'm gonna do something wrong, and they're gonna call me on it. And uh, yeah, not that I was doing something wrong, I was doing something out of their, out of their norm or out of their um, parameters.
0: You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I just, I just didn't like that. And you know it's funny? Like people like Harris on the show. Like I'm Clark Kent during the day, man. Yeah. Like no one, very few people know I do the show. Right. And I think the same for you. Like I don't. Yeah. Very few people know. Like, where I worked last night, do you fucking think that I forget (laughs) that I have a show? Check it out. You know, I I just, I don't say a word. I just do my shit. I would never badmouth anybody or an organization, but I'll definitely talk about experiences. But... I don't ever tell anyone about it, you know. I just come in. I, I want to bartend. I'm, you know, I'm, I, I'm quick with my eye and slow with my, my my tongue. That's a Bruce Lee quote. Like I just want to mm-hmm. learn. I'm not going to, you know, whatever you want me to do. Let's do this. Blah blah blah. But I'm. Oh, by the way, check out my show. You know.
1: Yeah, because it makes you say, We always say on the show we don't we don't claim to be you know bartending experts or you know anything like that. We should we share what we know and we we're learning along with you guys. And uh but if you'd say you know I have a bartending podcast, people would be like, oh, you're uh some kind of expert, huh? You know. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> and I'm far from being an expert, so it's. Uh, but it's uh, you know I wanted to tell you something, man. I started. Uh, I was starting to cut back on my expenses. This has nothing to do with bartending, but it has something to do with, a, with a, a, a pleasing, good personality. And I wanted last Sunday, I, I called my cable company, and I have a. Uh, I had the triple player. I had the cable, internet, and phone. Mm-hmm. So I figured it out. If I lose my phone, and I scale back to basic cable. I'll save like forty dollars a month. I didn't want to do it, but i'm I'm trying really to be very you know frugal. I just want to start saving money so i, I call my cable company, right? I get this lady on the phone who's just nasty just nasty, not sympathetic. you know, and i'm I'm kind of hoping that she'll offer suggestions, but she just like and as as I'm talking to her, I'm watching one of my shows on cable, and I'm talking to her it's like i you know I want to um you know lose my phone and go to basic cable, and as I'm talking to her. My cable, my, the show I'm watching is gone. It has that message to call. You know, I'm like, oh my god, this bitch just pulled the trigger. I'm done. <laughs> what? So I'm like, holy cow. So, and I, I, I finally reached the point. I said to her, I was like, you know what, man? I said, do me a favor, transfer the call. I go, I want to talk to a human being. And I don't want to talk to somebody that was hatched from an egg. Real talk. <laughs> so I got hatched from an... I just thought that off the fly, man. I wrote it down after I said it. I, I got hatched from an egg. But she was like, no problem, whatever. And she transfers me. And I get this, get this like, young girl who's real perky, very overzealous, in a, but in a good way. So I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm more depressed that I'm losing cable, to be honest with you. The phone, I never used the phone, so I don't give a shit. But I've right. always had cable as a kid. And I'm like, you know... You know, I got to be disciplined, you know. Okay. So I talked to her, and she's offering me suggestions. And I, 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 in a nice way, I interrupt her. And I said, "Listen, you know, I've been for this. You know, I, I love the uh, passion, but this is what I want to do." And she's like, "Please, sir, l- let me finish." I was like, "Okay." She goes, "You know what? You don't have to lose your phone, and I'll give you more channels." Mm-hmm. And i like, "What?" So she said, "There's, there's, she gave me like a something that I would be eligible for. It's a package." Because I'm, uh, I guess, a, well, I've been with I've been with cable, have been with the company for a long time, right. so I was like six years. So she said she basically broke it down for me that I still can save the forty dollars, and I, I would get more channels, and I get to keep my phone. And I'm like, and as I'm talking to her, the, the TV show comes back on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, listen, I'm like, I, I don't. Can you send this to me in an email mm-hmm. form? She says, no problem. I'll do that. You know, by the end of the, the end of my shift, if you get an email? So she's doing it, and I'm talking to her, and I'm like, you know, you know me, man. I'm always preaching the gospel of bartending. I'm like, you know, not for nothing. I go, you know, what's your story? She's like, you know, she's like, I think, 22, her third year in college, and I went right into it. I'm like, you would make a hell of a bartender. <laughs> this girl was so on point. She's like, listen. She goes, you know what? I'm a cocktail waitress in a club, in one of the clubs in the city. Oh wow. She goes, I don't- Bar ten, I don't want to do all that work. She was, I make just enough money with tips. You know, I I do fine with tips, and I was like, God damn. Hmm. So I mean, this girl just knew what she wanted. She was on point, sharp, sharp kid. Mm-hmm. And not only that, dude, you know what she does? Mm-hmm. She gives me a, a a popular show on cable, like the, the the network that it's on. She gives it to me free for a year. Wow. That's awesome. And it just it just it comes down to, and I said to her, I said, "How come the other girl didn't do this?" Yeah, and she's like, "I, I don't know, I couldn't tell you." But it's just like the, the pleasing personality, how far that goes. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah, yeah, it's so true, and the, yeah, that does apply to bartending, 100. percent You know, if you got to have that, got to have that personality where you wanna you wanna please people, you wanna make people have a good time. What did I tweet the other night? Uh, or I guess it was last Saturday night. I said uh, something like. Uh, Great night behind the bar, um, encouraging people to have a good time or something like that, you know. That, that, but that's what bartending is all about, you know. Yeah, oh,
0: absolutely, man. I think, uh, well said, man. I think, last, you know, it's last it's, night
1: it's, had, last night I had this guy, <clears throat> this guy and two uh, young ladies come in, and um, you know they were drinking shots and drinking this and that. And they, you know, they had quite a few, but, uh, (laughs) they were having a good time. And then, uh, you know, they, they, um, they ordered shots and asked me to do one with them. And I was like, I really shouldn't, you know, the owner's right over there and, uh, they're like, come on, take a, take a secret shot, you know? And I'm like, uh, all right. So I I poured a little bit, a little bit in my glass and gave them their shots. And and then they're like, um, they're like, Here's to Vince, you know they raise their, they raise their glasses and uh, you know everybody in the bar here's uh, they're toasting to me and including the owner who was sitting right there, you know. So that that was kind of a cool little moment, you know. And that's that. Those are the real fun parts, the real fun oh, times man. when you're bartending.
0: You, you, you know, I mean, when you tell the story, people here they're like, ah, well, okay, whatever. Yeah. But let me tell you, what, to be toasted by by random people and to get money, yeah. You want to talk about a rush, man? And that's some, it's amazing, man. You know.
1: You said you said before bartending is the second best job. What's now? What's the first rock star?
0: Well, <laughs> well, well no. What I mean by that, for for a lot of people, they work.
1: Oh, I see. It's the best second job. Okay, gotcha. <laughs>
0: so what I mean by the second best job is, you know, you work a weekend. Right. The money you can work working those two weekends. It, it's outstanding for a second job, and that's you know, and that, that's what I meant by that second best job. Oh, gotcha. Second okay. best part time job. Let me rephrase that. So. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's it, well said, and like you know, you got, people need to remember, man, the power and magic you have as a bartender, man. You're like the motivator, the head chemist of the event. Right. Right. And like you know, when you when you greet somebody by their name. And you ask, how's it going? Or you pick up from the last time you spoke. I mm-hmm. mean, a lot to some people, you know? Yeah, yep.
1: Remember their names, we always say that, how important that is.
0: Exactly, man. You could be the only person in their life that's showing them that respect and concern. And, you know, probably you know, in most cases they're treated like shit from their family, their husband, their wife, yeah. their kids. They're most likely not appreciated at their job. But when they know they go to you as that kick-ass bartender, you take them from who they are—the good, the bad, and the ugly—and that—that's the magic. Mm-hmm. That's, that's given back, you know, to humanity, man. And that's what we preach. You know, as, as simple as it sounds, dude—a warm smile, pleasing personality, and a kind heart—it's becoming a lost art, man. Yeah, it's true. It's true. You know what I mean? And and I don't. And it's funny, man. I don't. Everyone, and it, sometimes it happens. My kindness is not a, a a sign of weakness. And there's been times where I have to correct somebody and let them know, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm nice, but I'm certainly not a, a stepping stone for you. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. me tell you that I, you know, I'm a good person, but you know, I'm certainly not weak. You know, and it goes back to like the, the cable lady I was talking to. It, it, it means a lot. You know, like attracts like. When you're nice, it, it goes far, man. You know.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah is this uh i don't know why that story makes me think of this but excuse me you were talking about you know it could be the only uh the only smile they get all day or whatever there's there's this one older uh sort of older gentleman he's retired from nypd and he comes into this bar all the time by himself and uh they he he requested a certain um he likes henrik's gin for martinis and uh so they, we got a bottle of that, just for, you know, b- basically just for him, you know, and got him a special uh, martini glass that's just for him, you know, and uh, he appreciates that man. And he comes in by himself, and uh, you know, everybody knows his name, and uh, he gives everybody a you know handshake or a kiss when they come when he comes in when he leaves, and uh, you know, he's like family at this place. It really, it's uh, yeah, it's it's a fun business to be in when it, when when everything's going right, you know.
0: Yeah, dude, you know, and do you think about it, man, and, you know, I don't want to trip on this too much, but we we live on an angry planet, man.
1: (laughs) Angry planet? Is that what you said?
0: It's just an angry planet that we're living on, and and a lot of people today, man, they're on edge. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. we're in a position where you can project positive energy, and you you can be like a buffer, man. You know, that person has that escape where you know what I mean it's kind of like they get born again when they leave you, you know what I mean like they leave hanging out it's it's just it's, it's just really turn on the news man it's just it's just when you drive to work in the morning look look at the people like just in their car it's like it's like that r e m video everybody heard. Yeah. you know what i'm saying it's just, it's just it's just it's just tough man it's tough times man yeah yeah and well, why not give back brother you know what i mean and uh um check this out man i um I have three requests for listeners, and I think Vince would agree with this, man. Number one, man, is um, bartend with ethics and serve responsible. And and Vince, I'm very proud of the fact that you and I are probably one of the few places that talk about serving responsible with bartenders. Do you agree? Right, yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? All the research that we do, we watch the videos, I mean it talks about to you know bartending and you guys are this you guys are that, but we really kept it real from day one about the downside of you know giving the difficult people that drink too much and how to cut people off and and how to how to, how drinking is a privilege not a right,
1: yeah, yeah. For our listeners that are uh, looking to uh, improve their bartending skills, or their resume, or they're um, related to what we're just talking about here, you can take the um, Tips course T I P S, which is an acronym for something, which I forget at the moment. Um, but you can take that online, and it's like I want to say it's like twenty nine dollars or something. You can take that online, and uh, now you're Tips certified, and that's um, that's a big plus when you're going to look for a job, and uh, because it helps the place with their insurance for one thing, the, the, the um, bar that you're working at, if they have, uh, I don't know for every tip certified employee they have, they get a little bit of a discount, I think. And, um, but it's, uh, anyway, point is talking about responsible serving. It's a really good thing to do. Um, you know, and it's, and it's cheap and you can do it
0: at home on your computer. Exactly. And it, it just, it helps you. So I definitely co-sign for that. Number two, you know, so respect, respect, you know, bartend with ethics, serve, responsible, respect the game, and, and be original as a bartender. Leave your mark, you know, whether it's you're doing magic tricks, break dancing, <laughs> You know, just you know, change the game. If anything that we preach, it's always about finding your own flair, and definitely do that, you know. Yeah. And res- respect the guests, you know, give them the Disney experience. Mm-hmm. And something that, you know, I, I think about that I, you know, I never really touched on, but, you know, if you ever come across a veteran, while well, you're, well, you're, 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 certain, you know, you're, you're a bartender. Mm. You should always thank them for their service and welcome them home. Mm. And that, that, you know, you want to talk about flair. That, that, that's flair to the fullest, man. Because, you know, I, I always do that when I bartend, even when I'm out. If I'm, if I'm in the supermarket, I see someone that's a veteran. I will, I will, thank, you know, thank them and welcome them home. One time, I saw a guy he had a Vietnam veteran hat on. Um, and I went up to him and I and I thanked him for his service and I welcomed him home. Mm. Okay, and he thanked me and he you know walked away. And I'm on the line. He comes up to me and he said to me that he's been home from Vietnam for I think it was like when I think it was like 35 years. He said mm-hmm. that I'm the first person to ever welcome him home. Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you know it's just something. You got class,
1: you know, Vano. You got class.
0: Well, you know, it's just, it's just, you know, especially veterans, when they're in a bar, man, yeah. you should always show them that respect. Yeah. Nice. But my second request is when you start bartending and you're starting to make your mark and people ask you, where did you learn and they compliment you, please give respect to me and Vince and say bartending journey. Okay? All right. And my last request is that if you ever meet Vince or myself in a bar, and we inspired you to become a bartender or helped you become a bartender. buy us a drink,
1: yeah, <laughs> and on that note, um you know, we love doing this show we uh really enjoy it and uh it, but it it does cost a little money to put it on so um we're going to start a new thing, which is our virtual tip cup. And uh, that will be on our website, bartenderjourney.weebly.com. And, uh, you know, you can click through and uh, give a buck or five or ten or whatever. And we'll, uh, you know, we really appreciate it, uh, just supporting our show and uh, so we can keep doing this, you know.
0: You know what, Vincent, it's real talk. I mean, we gave our heart and soul to this, and uh, it's not free, and uh, it would be appreciated. It's not expected. But it certainly would be appreciated, you know. So we That's work right. really hard for this and we uh we have it free on here to learn the bartend. Mm-hmm. You can come on our show one, work your way up and you will learn the bartend.
1: Yep, yep. And uh yeah, we wanna keep we wanna keep doing this. So uh yeah, hook us up with a little, little tip, you know, as like you would your local bartender.
0: We're yes, your, you know, there the movie Rounders, Pay the man his money. <laughs> Yes, that would uh, be great, and, uh, you know, we, we, we've got to, you know, we bartending, man. We're virtually bartending, man. We're doing spoken word bartending.
1: That's right. All right, well, uh, this turned out to be a pretty long show, and um, I guess we'll say goodbye for now. It's Unless you got something else to talk about? Uh, that's it, brother. All right. Well, you can always get a hold of me. It's bartender at com. I'm on Twitter at Barkeep Tips. And as I mentioned, our website is bartenderjourney.weebly.com. I'm also on Instagram at um, Vince Bartender.
0: Yep, and you can reach me, email at bartender2222 at gmail.com. And you can reach me at Twitter at fan off
1: All right, awesome. Well, uh, we'll say goodbye. We'll see you next time, and cheers. Tip the
0: bartender, man. <laughs> <laughs>